0: Hello. Just a quick note to say that this episode was originally recorded in October 2017. Because of this, it has been edited to take out most of what would date it, like news and new releases. Thank you. Welcome to the MFG podcast. I'm Tom, the host, well, casual host. And then, uh, yeah, joining me today, we've got Tommy. Hello. Forum name Radio Floyd. We've got Mark. Hiya. <laughs> forum name <laughs> Mr. Lakitu. And we've got Ben. Hello. Forum name uh, Danger Man. Okay. Did
1: anyone else actually just wave a little bit as well? When they <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah.
0: So, yeah. I did, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. We're gonna start it off anyway. So yeah, we'll move on to what are you are you guys playing?
1: I played. I went to a, a gaming event last weekend, and P Cube were there, a uh, the publisher that do sort of I guess B-tier games, but they, I think they bring over the Guilty Gear games and stuff. And there's a game called Cat Quest, which is an old style sort of action RPG, sort of uh, not a 2D Zelda because it's faster than that, but I don't know, maybe a Secret Remanor or something. What I played of it seems seems pretty good. It's it's bright and it's quite knowing and, and funny. A little bit maybe too far in. So the bad guy messes you about a bit by he keeps dragging you around to show you things and stuff. And but he's making comments about how he's how he's dragging you around and doing it. If he does that through the entire game, that might be very irritating because parodying something but still doing it means you're still doing the thing you're making fun of. But it it seemed alright. I, I quite liked it. I played through what it's about. 15-minute demo or something. It was, yeah, it
0: was fine. Yeah. It was good. Was that the uh, that the Play Expo thing you went to? Manchester, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I saw an ad for that. In um, I was reading a magazine earlier. Yeah, I saw an ad for it. So. A few but, of
1: us went last year. It's there's not over the years. It's less and less new stuff there. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be a, a retro event, but then there was a year where the Switch, not the Switch, sorry, the Wii U was there before it launched, and Microsoft were there, and Sony are always there, but it had stuff like. Uh, the WWE game and I yeah. don't know, some other stuff there wasn't a lot of like new games but there also wasn't a lot of people queuing for that and there was some indie games but there wasn't much that I particularly liked the look of and there was a couple of things that were there last year as well that I'd already played uh, but they're coming out soon
0: I don't think I've been to one since um, Gamescom two years ago yeah I think Gamescom uh, was it Gamescom or ADX? no AGX I think a few years ago 20 it was the year when all the new consoles were coming out so it was 20 2013, 2013, yeah. In uh, yeah, the last time was it Earl's Court, I think. Yeah. So yeah, that, I, I, I didn't mind it, but it was. I think it was just all the cues because I only went on my own as well. So it's a bit. I don't know. Yeah. And all the cues as well. I just did my head in a bit, but.
1: Yeah, it's almost going on your own. I think mm. it might be better because then you're not. You don't have to be with someone doing yeah. what they want to. You know, I mean, like you end up not doing anything if you're trying to, just not you know make sure the other person isn't left out. You don't want to commit. To yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the trying to with play expo the one benefit to it is it's got all these old consoles set up and old pcs and yeah there's all these arcades and stuff and granted if if you don't mind what you're going to play you'll find something to play if you want to queue up for a specific thing you might be waiting for a while
0: yeah Um, yeah, yeah. so we
1: didn't get to go on the old time crisis arcade thing with you know Uh, yeah i remember that
0: yeah yeah Yeah,
1: that's cool but there was plenty of other stuff that we we did get to play and we played a lot of um a lot of 2d fighting games and stuff just
0: okay cause yeah yeah, yeah.
1: two or three of you together at least you can well
0: that's like some Guil- that. guilty gear and stuff or older older stuff
1: yeah i lost the guilty gear which was a bit weird because i reviewed it so i should have <laughs> been a lot better at it but yeah, apparently yeah, yeah. not but yeah i did we played some uh we played on neo geo and nice oh, yeah yeah narcs is it the shooting game that looks a bit like operation wolf but uh. if you've never been to it before not that any of you live around manchester so yeah it's Fairly close, yeah.
0: It's, Mark, Mark, go, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, I've um, been
1: to Manchester a few times.
0: Yeah, it's pretty quick on train. Yeah, it's only about an hour. It's, yeah, was it
2: actually
1: so, in the city centre then? Or weird, no, it's um, it? it's Trafford Centre, but the the Trafford oh. Centre is fairly easy to get to.
2: Yeah, it is uh, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it's it's worth going it, uh, if you've never been to it before, and and you want you're happy to play retro games. It's it's worth going. But what I, I was talking to um, Spatula because I, I went with him. One of the things we've noticed over the years, because I think we've been every year, is the sort of really rare games. They used to be there, and you could play them. You could, you know, you could play stuff that, let's say, you wanted to buy it, might cost over a hundred pound. And you don't see those games there so much anymore because if if you've got this expensive arcade board or something, and you're letting a few thousand people hammer on it all day and stuff, it might get wrecked if you've got your copy of Panzer Dragon Saga in a nice pristine Saturn that'll run it yeah. like just get opened and taken and
0: Blimey, so yeah. I think
1: that, yeah the collectors have maybe just gone yeah you can have some stuff but it's you know it's Sega Rally and it's Sonic Adventure and
0: yeah,
1: and things rather than the, the really rare obscure stuff that it's yeah, a shame right. but mm. I, I totally understand why I, I wouldn't put anything on mm. there so I don't blame, don't
0: yeah. blame people yeah, for not yeah, yeah. that's fair enough we, we touched on this a bit before we started recording but uh, yeah Ben you were saying about uh what, was it Huay hoi, hoi or something um,
1: Pan Pan
0: Pan Pan that's I, it pan.
1: Like, I bought a couple <laughs> of games for the, the Switch to take on holiday yeah. with me and, and I, I won't dwell on this because I, I haven't played a huge amount of it but it's, uh, it's cheap what's the main <laughs> the main appeal um, about okay. a fiver on, on the okay. e yeah that's good uh, yeah. it's it's a nice looking Monument Valley Kind of thanks, by the way, Tommy, for <laughs> giving me the name of it. It was, um so it has that sort of look of, of Monument Valley, but it, it, you can move the camera around, and it's got lots of abstract puzzles. And the, the first puzzle that I, I managed to do, I, I was quite pleased with myself. I'd, I'd got it, and it is a bit abstract and obtuse, but that was, you know, it's fine. It's thinking outside the box. Every other puzzle I've encountered, I've had to give up on. I, I can't do it. I don't know what I'm doing. Like there's one that I, I was before we started, I was, I was playing it and I, I worked out how to make these eyes disappear. But then there's this door that I just can't get through. I've got to the door. I just don't know how to get through it. I don't, I've heard it's really good. Lots of people told me it's good, but mm. I can't. I, yeah. I, yeah. So I don't want to start starting off. I've not played it enough, but yeah. um, along with that, I got a game called, sorry, I need to load up the switch. There we go. Kamiko. Kamiko. Um, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I heard of this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, Action adventure in a, again, it's not quite a 2D Zelda, it's more, it's more like an an East game or something, but it's got some light puzzle solving in the sense of you might have to pick up, uh, pick up an orb and take it to a slot where this orb goes, which will open up a teleport, which means you can get to this other island and so on and so on. It's pretty good. There's three different characters and I think you're supposed to beat it with all three of them. Mm and they all play slightly differently. So I played as a girl who's got a sword, but she's got a shield. She throws the, the shield uh, and uses it as a projectile weapon, which seemed more useful to me. And you can sort of use it slightly. So it, because it comes back to you, you can line yourself up so that when when it returns back to you, it's, it's working as an attack, even though it's coming back. I then played, once I played it with her, I started as the, the sword user, expecting her to have something flashy and something Interesting to her rather than just a, a sword attack, and yeah. uh, she hasn't. So I'm wondering if she's like character one. I just picked one of the other characters because she looked more interesting. Yeah. I'm wondering if I, I quite enjoyed it, but if I'd played as her first, maybe my feeling on the game would be would be different. It's arcadey and it's sort of difficult, but it's not crazy difficult. Okay. It's
0: just
1: Yeah. Uh, it's worth looking after something cheap.
0: Okay. on yeah. uh, on, yeah. on yeah um, I, have, I have seen it on there yeah but um yeah i have have ne- neglected the uh, the switches indie games uh somewhat i need to buy a lot of them in in bulk i think um uh, yeah
1: yeah and then never get around to playing them
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah
1: beyond that i played um, i got metroid uh samus returns
0: okay yeah I th- yeah
1: i think i'm getting towards the end of uh it, 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 it's got a bit of difficulty to it particularly with the bosses you kind of have to be you have to be good at the game to to get through it like you it's not just gonna you can't just blast your way through it's yeah it sort of surprised me a little bit that it, it was difficult and yeah lots of i've died a lot on it but it, it's good it's it's um it's quite compulsive it's got that going which metroidvania is at their best and keep you exploring
0: yeah um, i know what you mean yeah
1: I wish traversing the environment was a little bit easier to to get back to places and stuff. There's teleports and stuff, but it's just a bit. You have to track to the teleport to then go to the, you know teleport to another area, which you then yeah. need to walk from there to you know. And the map isn't particularly useful if you're trying to work out where you need to go or you know where this hidden item is that you might be able to get now. But it's it is yeah. good fun. Okay. Um,
0: yeah,
1: one of the better games I've played this year, definitely.
0: Yeah, I was going to pick it up, but, um, yeah, I, I, I think it came out on the same day as uh, Cuphead and a couple of other things. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe Marvel vs. Capcom, I don't know. Something like that, and I didn't pick it up in the end. Uh, but, yeah, it's definitely one that I want to want to pick up at some point, because I reckon i really like it. Mark, have you been playing Golf Story?
2: Yep, I literally have only been playing Golf Story. Has anyone actually else played this?
3: No. no. Only the first 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> but I really like the yeah. game.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it's very good. It's as good as everyone's saying it is. But if you've played a golf game, then yeah. you played Golf Story. But okay. But one thing you can't really get across, I guess, in the review is how great the writing is. Because it is really quite mm. amusing. Have you noticed that like in the first 15 minutes?
3: The humour? Yeah. I remember the visual humour, like you're on the first putting green and there was there was ducks and then you, you there's like one duck watching you and oh, then yeah. two ducks watching you and then in like your last putt there's like ten ducks watching you but yeah, it, what I yeah, played was make, quite you, funny. You, mm.
2: Yeah, I, forgot, I actually forgot about that, all these ducks start appearing and you become really <laughs> nervous about it and you miss your shots. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just really, I don't know, it's just nice to play.
3: It's a really nice looking um, showcase for the Switch's screen. I mean, yeah. the colors oh, yeah. the colors are just so vibrant. Uh, I mean, compared to like the old DS, like the, which, which didn't have like a backlight or whatever, it's like yeah. night and day. Yeah, yeah,
2: they really pop, don't
0: they? Yeah, it really looks really good. Yeah, I, I, I really want to pick it up from, um, I mean, I've, I've only seen bits and pieces of it, but I believe it's uh, this their first game or something, for the people that made this, it's like Australian. Studio, uh, but I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, I think,
2: mm. I think that's probably correct.
0: I don't, I don't think I've ever played a Mario Golf or anything, so I don't, I don't know if I, would I like well, golf. Said, I like yeah. I used to play all, the old like Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods games and stuff, but I haven't played a Mario Golf. But I, this looks really good, though. I would like definitely like to give it a go. Um, well, people and, compare it to was um, it a
2: Mario Golf Advance? Uh, okay. like yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. sounds um, so
2: right. I was like RPG elements in that. Mm-hmm. I never played that myself, yeah. but apparently it borrows a lot from
1: that. I was going to say, is that why people were mentioning Camelot? Yeah, they, they were responsible for... Well, they do the the Mario Golf games and stuff, but they did Shining Force and stuff. So I guess they... And Golden Sun, I think they did. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. So I think, yeah, So they, I didn't realise they'd done a, a Golf RPG uh, themselves already. But that makes sense, though?
0: yeah
2: yeah it's, it's really weird to have this mechanic in it because i don't fully understand it myself you get experience points and then you can spend those points on power but the more power you add the less your other abilities become like you, you, you sh- your accuracy might go down a point if you put two points on power things like that so yeah it's a bit odd i'm not quite sure what's happening exactly with that and i've only opened up two golf parks at the moment okay um, i think there's like five there's a lot to do at each one yeah okay i didn't i didn't expect it but there's like a lot of secrets to find as well like you'll think you're at the edge of a golf park is that what they're called golf parks it doesn't sound right golf course golf course that's the one (laughs) (laughs) i've been outside (laughs) Um, (laughs) so at the end of at the edge of golf courses it would just be like solid trees and you can't walk anywhere but what you'll not realise unless you do something random is that on right at the edge of the screen there might be a small button, and because you can hit your golf golf ball at any time, you can get that button and it'll like light something up in the course.
0: If that makes any sense. Mm. Yeah. Does it? Is there cutscenes? Does it work like a uh, you go from one one golf course to another and then you like progress? Is that how it works?
2: Uh, yeah, can kind of. well they just they'll just say to you at end of like one mission, oh okay, maybe yeah. you should try going to this golf course, and then suddenly you can leave that golf course and into another one. But yeah. well, on the on the other golf courses, there's always a reason why you can't quite enter them yet. Like one of them's completely covered in snow.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, but yeah it's
2: really good. And weirdly, the HD rumble works well with it as well.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah, I de- definitely want to pick that pick that up sometime.
2: Springer's Final Thoughts It's quite long, I didn't okay. expect it to be because it's just seen as a like a golf game I thought what can it be about five hours mm-hmm. in entertainment, but I'm about <laughs> ten hours into it, I think now
3: Wasn't it kind of marketed as a kind of game similar to Earthbound? Like when I bought it, I was under the impression that it was kind of like an Earthbound like RPG Kind of
2: uh, I never saw that myself, but I'm, I've Oh, i think i've put earthbound on for about 10 minutes once on a pc emulator so i don't really remember no. what it's like
3: okay i think it has obviously there isn't any any jrpg combat in in it from what i know but i think it has a similar kind of um tone
2: there was one part i have had one part where it's not just playing golf against someone it's Um, I stood on top of a food truck and I had to hit skeletons that were being mind controlled by moles (laughs) 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 I'm pretty sure that was accurate it was was a very odd situation but yeah, it's just full of odd moments like that obviously be not Switch you can literally just pick it up, pick up and play and stand by and you'll never think, oh I'll I'll lose well like you were saying, I think before we started recording that if you if you leave like a big game alone for a day and then it becomes two and then you think mm-hmm. well I can't be bothered to go mm-hmm. back to it yeah like, there's nothing like that but with this you can just leave it for a year and a half and come back and know exactly what you need to do yeah yeah
0: that's cool have you have been playing anything else or that's literally,
2: it. literally like, I started okay, yeah. I started Stardew Valley but I put maybe I was going I was going to say I put ten minutes in but I think that ten minutes actually became like an hour or two.
0: Okay. Yeah. so
2: I am well that is still early on isn't it and yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. well this is just going to suck my time so I'm going to mm. wait until I finish Golf Story I'm I'm going to wait anyway I don't want to get stuck into Stardew until I can really get into it
0: okay
3: yeah and uh how about you Tommy you've been playing Lisa is that right yeah so I've been playing a few games so actually so okay. I played a short game which I think Ben has played called Lie Eat which is okay like an RPG maker it's about it's like three short mini-episodes, they're all about one hour. It was okay, I think I paid about two or three euros for it and it's... I mean, it's yeah. worth worth the price, but I wouldn't uh, recommend it. It's They're better RPG maker kind of adventure games.
1: I don't I don't think I've played this one. Which one is it?
3: Oh, it's called Lieat, uh, L-I-E-A-T. It's a really weird game where you play <sighs> as a boy and a girl who just go around talking. There is some combat in the game, but... But there's absolutely zero depth to the game, and the combat is really easy, so it's kind of inconsequential. It's not yeah. really an r p g The music is nice in the game, and there are points where the game has this kind of i guess the game had a small budget, very brief three or four second kind of animated scenes, and they look really nice, but the game doesn't really do enough to stand out or be worth recommending, I think, but okay, yeah, I played it because I had bought it, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember why i I don't remember why I <laughs> bought it. <laughs> I finished that game and then I've been playing Lisa. So Lisa is really good. I have played this one.
1: I can join you on this yeah. one.
3: Yeah, Lisa, For what I've played, I've played about six hours now. It's really good. Like If you look at the Steam page, you can see the tone of the game. It's pretty bloody. It's pretty gory. And basically, I mean, there's kind of a story within the story. I'm not sure how much of the game is in the character's head because there's like a background to him being an alcoholic and all this. But I mean, essentially, uh, you're in like an apocalypse. and you he was minding this girl who was like the last girl the last female left alive but she got kidnapped so so far the story is just trying to follow her trail and rescue her and basically the game is really how like kind of really depraved and really sordid, as in like a lot of characters die and there's a lot of kind of rape and things like that in the game like but it's all done in a kind of a super mario kind of um (laughs) kind of bright colors i should say so basically The game is like side scrolling, so you move from screen to screen and there isn't really jumping in the game. The jumping is kind of, there is a lot of kind of verticality in the game. You do go up and down a lot, but it's not really timed platforming, jumping or anything. The only thing is, if you fall, you have to be careful because it's very easy to fall. And if you fall, you can do quite a lot of damage. But then you get a bike, and when you have the bike, you can fall to kind of a higher height and move around faster. So it's not really a platformer, but you do spend a lot of time hopping around. But it's definitely... An RPG so there is like pretty traditional JRPG style combat in the game yeah. but there isn't I don't think there is a single repeated enemy so the really cool thing about the game is it's just stuffed with NPCs and yeah none of the enemies are repeated and I wouldn't say the writing is excellent but because the game is kind of so edgy and out there it's generally kind of interesting
1: yeah, yeah. Like, it's not that it's not funny there is funny bits in there there's some good lines mm-hmm. in there but it is quite It's not always played for laughs. These terrible things that are going through, like people who've got severe mental health problems and stuff like that, you're meant to be like, oh, shit. You know, it's not all all
3: jokey and stuff. Um, Yeah, it's quite uncomfortable. Like in one scene, because the game kind of has a couple of kind of hallucinatory scenes that when you come out of them, it didn't happen. But in one scene, he meets a friend of his and control is kind of taken out of your hands and you end up basically killing that friend of his and uh, it's, kind of, it's it's quite dark, but that actually does appear to happen in the game because when you kind of get control back, that man is lying dead, so. And another scene, actually just today, I was playing it today, and I was given the option of chopping off my own arm, which is, because I always play a good character in every game, I chopped off my arm, but my the main character's stats took a dramatic <laughs> hit, so I reloaded. You've no choice but to sacrifice one of your companions, so that's what I did. Another area, another character of yours you choose a character a companion of yours to go into a russian roulette game so uh, it's like the movie well deer hunter or whatever so basically you just click the button and the enemy shoots a gun at his head and then your character shoots a gun at his head and i think it is possible to survive this because i did it twice and with varying results but uh the second time my character did die and i just went with it but uh yeah so you do lose companions (laughs) the game is very dark i mean things like russian roulette You know, drug use, rape, violence. I mean, it's
0: pretty
1: dark. Yeah. How did you um? How did you find the difficulty? Because I ended up giving up on it just because I was struggling with it so much. I don't know if I took Uh... a wrong turn somewhere or or something. I only had two characters, I think.
3: Two characters.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I I I put a few hours into. Oh no, maybe maybe I hadn't got that far. But I I was like, say, maybe I'd missed something and I'd just gone further than I should have done. Like every fight was was difficult on it.
3: The game does have kind of difficulty spikes where... But I wouldn't really call them difficulty spikes because I don't think I've ever had to... The most I've ever had to do any fight is twice. But um, no, I've recruited a lot of companions and like especially there's companions that do pretty high damage. Uh, I mean, you, I've gotten pretty used to the difficulty of the game. I mean, the game doesn't require any kind of timing or... I don't think the game is very difficult. But definitely I've died lots and I've reloaded saves lots because I've just done stupid stuff like falling down and lost... Mm. You know, but I—I I mean, it is difficult. But um I wouldn't say that it's like the game is kind of surprisingly open quite early on. I think if you'd explored a bit more and recruited other companions, yeah, I'm,
1: that's what I'm thinking. Would i have i have missed something and sort of plowed ahead when I maybe should have.
3: Actually, I think the way the game works structural-wise is that it alternates between being very linear and being a bit open. Because I've just saved the game and it says that I'm at Crossroads Two, and I remember there was a Crossroads in the game where the game reopened really out and I was able to recruit kind of lots of characters. And so I think maybe the game goes like that, like it kind of funnels you through and then opens up then funnels you through that kind of thing. Yeah, but I really like it and the music is really good. Yeah. The other game I've been playing is uh, Steins Gate, which I think is probably more famous as an anime because I don't watch much anime, but I had heard of Steins Gate, but yeah. I've been playing the visual novel, which is not a game at all. Although it does have six endings. So, yeah. maybe maybe the text, maybe the text messages that you can send in the game actually influence the ending.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's how it works is because you can leave you can not reply to people or you can I think you can yeah. pick responses quite often.
3: I would never play this game again because it moves at an absolutely glacial pace. Yeah. But <laughs> I have to say I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I'm studying Japanese so like playing something in English but with the Japanese audio is a really nice way to study Japanese and uh, Steins Gate is really interesting yeah okay it has a really kind of um, a really nice mix of kind of melancholic kind of you know that kind of i don't know Japanese kind of melancholy and like really laugh out loud humor like the main character is what's called is I'd, I'd never heard of this word but they call him a chunibyo, byo which means like a junior high school second grade so basically like a 13 14 year old
0: okay so he's yeah. like
3: a he has the mindset of a 13 or 14 year old so I thought that was funny, but yeah, I really like the game. The game has a kind of, um, actually the English language uh, is kind of a big part of the humor in the game. So the characters speak Japanese, but they use a lot of English. Like for example, the main character is always kind of coming up with funny nicknames. He annoys his companions by calling them very kind of, um, like one girl, he keeps calling her his assistant and she's like, I'm not your assistant. But like he calls her, he, he makes up a name for her. He calls her Celeb17. I guess I don't indicate that she's some kind of young princess or something and she mishears him and she says, and she she says serendipity and that made me laugh out loud because kind of (laughs) one of the key one of the key kind of concepts of the game is like the whole idea of serendipity and the game I think the game is very funny but kind of very serious and I'm calling it a game but like it's really not a game at all but if you have the patience for it it's easily worth I think I paid 20 euros for it and it's easily worth that. I have okay. no idea how long it is. I have been mostly just getting achievements for completing the chapters and I think I'm on chapter four after like 15 hours. I think I have about 40 achievements left to unlock. So if there are 40 chapters, the game could be over 100 hours long. I don't know, but I oh, like yeah. it. yeah.
1: Because it, it, one of the things that's interesting about it as well is it is it, kind of based on it's maybe a mis, um, misinterpretation of real physics and real world science but also real world locations and and stuff mm. so they pull certain things from the news and um i hadn't got to the thing where they're, where they're headed I, I didn't stick with it that long i keep wanting to go back to it but with it being on the via it's off oh, me I, I was playing it on the vita so it's i you know i need to dig out my via charge it I, yeah. i'm not having a pop at the via I, I quite like the via um there's still stuff i want to go back to and play on it it's just once it's it is it's what happens with consoles sometimes is the one that is out of yeah. sight is mm, is out yeah. of mind as you just yeah. you know mm, I'll keep playing the PS4 because like, the PS4 earlier. is the one that's got the games on it at the minute and so on and so on.
3: Earlier in the summer, I played through the first Danganronpa game. Now Danganronpa is a visual novel too, but it's way more interactive.
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah.
3: Especially like in the trial scenes where there's a lot of like interaction from you, and even just moving around. Like this is way more like a book. Steinsgate Gate is way more like a book. I'm not sure would I be as fascinated by it if I wasn't studying Japanese, mm. but I mean, for example, there's a character called Mayuri who is very twee and like she's, she's basically kind of plays a bit of a dunce or like she just kind of comes out with silly stuff. And I've gotten used to it. There's nothing I really, there's nothing I really dislike about the game and the game moves at like a really slow pace. So like a conversation might take 90 minutes. So like you can imagine... Getting to that level of depth and familiarity with the characters, it's kind of that kind of game.
1: Yeah, the pace was was one of the problems I had with it, and it, it repeats the same. So I, I, it took me a while to like the main character because he his jokes aren't particularly funny at first, and they get better, and oh, you, you get used to him, and so I end up thinking he was quite funny and quite liking um, all the characters in it. But he reuses the same jokes over and over and over, and you know it's coming. And so you have to sit through this very familiar text over and over and over again, and it's already oh. moving slow. And I clicked with it more. I don't know if it improved or if I just got used to it or, or what. But mm. Danganronpa actually has the exact same problem, of uh, they rely on these archetypes. And so, particularly in the class trials, every time you, this character speaks, they over you know they ham up what that character trait is or what their character trait is. And it just slows things down and you end up, you don't, given what they are, you don't want to be skipping text, this isn't, you know, Shadows of Mordor or whatever, it's a thing where the story is supposed to be important and matter, it's not just about the gameplay, and as soon as you start skipping text in an official novel, I I don't think it's a a good thing. I like to, I I would like to go back to it.
3: Yeah, sorry, none of those games are even remotely current i don't think no <laughs> yeah. i think probably the most, like science gate is old and lisa is old and light is kind of old but yeah yeah sure
0: have you guys played the uh zero zero escape games the uh, only the first
1: 999
0: okay i haven't no okay what did you think of that ben did you, did you like it
1: yeah i i love it. It's it's hard going because it's um the puzzle solving is yeah you know at points actual maths and things yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah again it it, 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 and you've always got that trepidation of all right so i've got to fail at this and redo something i've already done great that sounds that sounds great but it is once that's the bit where you can get away with using the guide of just do this ending this end like take a left here talk to this person here do this bit here yeah don't necessarily skip you know don't read the guide on the puzzles unless you you're stuck just okay once you get to this room this is what you do yeah um, and that that way you're not wasting time but yeah so it- I, I like 999 it's once it, it's got the curious things it's a murder mystery on and then by the end it's just it's just crazy
0: yeah it's pretty um, yeah.
1: yeah yeah and it works great on the ds as well with the the notes being on Definitely. the um yeah. on the touchpad yeah. um which, so I've, I've got the vita version oh
0: that's yeah D S plus. as well in it yeah okay
1: I'd quite okay. like to play it. The second one I should say. Sorry. I would play that on the, the DS main it just to okay. just to do that. Sorry Mark.
2: I was just I was wondering whether <laughs> it's a stupid question. Whether now it's handwritten when, when you're wanting to write a note or did you had you um like a keyboard?
1: I think so. I think i had pages where you, I'd put so it'd be writing down say you worked out. There was numbers on one wall you'd have to total them up so you maybe just to save yourself having to come back you'd write down what those numbers were told them up and and things like that it, you wouldn't have to carry anything more than just a room it's been a while it's been a, a few years since i played it
0: so i'll uh yeah i'll move on to what i've been been playing uh it's, <laughs> it's quite a lot so uh i don't i don't know where to start really but i suppose i suppose i'll start with cuphead so yeah, it's it's um a 2D, I don't know how you say it, like a Contra Contra style em up mixed with a platformer, uh, but it's based on this fantastic 1930s animation style. Uh, they call it like before some certain rule or something. I can't remember what it's called now, but before a certain date, uh, anime, uh, kids' cartoons could put any themes they wanted in them. That like they could put like racist images and and like uh, surreal images and, and really weird stuff in them and then after this this law passed they said they had to make it more kid-friendly pretty much. so anyway, anyway it's, it's, so it's from that before the era where they had to make it kid-friendly so you see loads of surreal designs like devils and and uh, dragons and like Popeye look-alikes, Tom and Jerry look-alikes so many amazing looking fantastically an- animated Bosses, and they got those run and gun levels as well which are surprisingly uh, in-depth. Before I got the game I thought, I thought the run and gun levels were kind of like put in there uh, or, or just to pad the length kind of thing but it's, it's just so fantastically realised you've got these different zones for the first world it's like a, a, a woodland, a kind of serene woodland area then you go on to like this kind of fun, the, the funfair and then, you, and then you go to the town and then you go to the the casino uh, which is where uh, the devil is which you, you see it at the start so um, yeah and you make your way all across there and you, you can't do it on uh, it's two difficulty levels simple and uh, regular but you can't progress uh, you can't get their souls back which is what you're meant to be doing unless you beat the boss on regular so yeah a lot has been made of its difficulty I know a lot of people say these days you know it's the dark souls of platformers and this and dark souls of that this is, you know because <laughs> um, it is pretty tough but i think if, as long as you're patient uh it's all about pattern learning really you just learn the patterns and you'll get through it and and the music will keep you going back time and time again. the music is probably the standout thing for me it's absolutely Incredible! Like it's 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 one of the, probably one of the best game soundtracks I've ever heard. It's it's just like fantastic jazz and like uh, swing and like uh, big big time bands and it's, it's just yeah, it's so peppy and it just it's like uh, got that one more one more time kind of addictiveness to it. So you keep going going back and going back again and this music will, as soon as you go back, this music will kick in and you'll pick up, and you'll start bobbing your head along and uh yeah it's, it's fantastic and uh, i highly recommend it really um
1: one of the uh things i've noticed from watching people play it is they when you see someone particularly with the the bosses i guess uh, and it, i guess it helps that, there's that progress because it sort of yes. really sort of flags it up but you can see and I always think this is when you can sort of see that balanced whether it's hard or, or not is that you can see the progress being made so if, if yeah, you your yeah. first attempt you, you die straight away mm-hmm. but then the next couple of attempts you'll get a bit further and exactly, you'll actually yeah that first part once you get past it you know to the second part the first part once you've done it doesn't cause you as many problems anymore because you know how to yeah. do it and you've exactly, learned and, yeah. So, yeah it's very old school kind of game design i guess
0: yeah definitely yeah it definitely is and yeah as you said the the uh the ribbon when you die, or, or the, the stage icon, or whatever they call it. Yeah, you, um, it says where you are, and there's there's phases to the bosses. And it says, like, when you got, if you got to the last phase for the first time, it will say, you know, that will give you some encouragement kind of thing to think, right, I've got the first two, three stages down, or whatever, I just need to get used to this fourth stage, and then, yeah, so, um, yeah, this is it's really. Really fantastic the way everything's put together. Like um, you might think that it's it's more like style over substance. This kind of a game, like cause the art design, so distinct. But they have put a lot of time into the gameplay as well, which is yeah, I think it's fantastic. Uh, and then I've been playing um, PUBG, and I've also been playing uh, The Evil Within Two. I, I will touch on PUBG a tiny bit because I don't know how interesting it is really. Because I mean, everyone's <laughs> talking about it, so it's a battle royale, 100 people on this one map, I can't remember the name of it, it's like meant to be like China or Russia or something, I don't know, but it's this huge map, I think it's 8 by 8 kilometres, it's absolutely ridiculously big, and um, you parachute in anywhere you want off the plane, so this plane goes off a set course every time, you parachute in, and then you basically you've got to find everything on the battlefield, so you find your guns, kits. Uh, uh uh body armor anything you find it on the on the uh on the field and then there's these um these white and blue rings and the white rings mean that's the play area you could get to and then the blue ring will be where you need to get to so it'll shrink so the play area gradually shrinks and shrinks and shrinks so it starts out this huge map and then it'll come smaller and smaller and smaller so it's only like a tiny little dot on the on the entire map uh, right at the end where you're basically just all together like if there's anyone there uh, in like a little field or rock or whatever it's, it's uh, and you've got to run if you don't get to the blue marker in time the blue circle in time then you you lose health so you need to keep running and so of course there's loads of tactics people like hunting on the edge of these these rings for people running in and then shooting them and and things like that, and uh yeah, it's difficult to see where you've been shot from as well. There's no shot indicator, so uh sometimes you can just get, you know just randomly walk in and then poof, like that, a sniper will just take you out and you'll be like, Where the hell did that come stuff like that but yeah it's it's just really, really addictive because you want to keep keep doing better, like you might think to yourself, you know, oh, I only got like I don't know like fiftieth or sixtieth or whatever didn't do very well. Oh, I try again, I try again, and you keep trying. I think the best I've ever got is second. Yeah, I had like a pistol, second twice, I think, yeah. I had a pistol the first time, second time, I was like just hiding behind a tree, like trying to hide from the sky, and yeah, got killed. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, and in, in a squad, it's it's, uh, it's an extra dimension to it. So the squads are like four, you can do so that solo. I'll be fine, you played solo, but you can do squads which are four people. I think it's 25 teams of four. I think that's right. So still the 100 people, but yeah, divided like that. And you'd also do duos, which is 50 teams of two. So you can do both of them, uh, which are, they are really cool elements. Like working with friends and like, you know, calling out, oh, he's over here. And, you know, tactics, like, all driving around in like a little Jeep thing, like all around this huge map. It's just It's just exhilarating kind of. I suppose it's similar to battlefields, old battlefields, you know, when you used to getting a truck together with inmates, whatever Online, whatever like, but yeah, it's it's really good, I, I highly, highly recommend it, I know it's in early access, but um, yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely, uh, there's no uh, problems with with uh, getting it in, in early access, I don't think, uh, it's relatively bug free and pretty stable, uh, servers are very good, I've never waited long at all, so yeah, I recommend it, uh, you can get it for 2021 i think on cd keys if you're interested but yeah
3: doesn't it have the steam record for uh 2 million concurrent yeah, players that's something it. crazy yeah, like... yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah that was it. i think it was last week last week yeah that's two million crazy. concurrent yeah it's, it's, it's mad it's, i think he sold 6, 16 million as well since march i think which is pretty crazy yeah, uh, it's the number one game on Steam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it's, come out, yeah. yeah, it's pretty mad. I mean, I suppose it's, before I bought it I thought it'd be, you know, I didn't know whether I'd like it because I didn't like Day DayZ and it looked, to to me, it looked like that. So, but uh, yeah, I'm pleased, i just pleased that I like it really, I got on with it. I had to learn the mouse and keyboard because I don't really like using mouse and keyboard. I usually use controller, so I had to use all that as well, so I had to get used to that. So, I was not great in like one-on-one duels or whatever, but... But yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a laugh anyway. And, you know, sometimes you'll die hilariously. Like I had one time I just parachuted in. And then the second I landed, someone ran me over with a buggy. And I was like, last. I, like, I was just like, what the hell? Like, I couldn't do anything with that. Like, it's crazy. Does Go it on, have sorry. any problem with cheaters? Are there people cheating in the game? They um, they use um, the battle eye. I think it's called battle eye technology, and it, apparently it bans fifteen thousand players every hour or something, or every day. Oh okay. So, but I've never I've never seen anyone cheating myself. I guess yeah, it is quite yeah. I've never never seen anyone cheat or anything. It all seems when, I've, when I when I mean you you sometimes you can't even see where it's come from. But I mean times where I have seen you know being in a duel or whatever, it seemed very fair and. And things like that, like you've got body armor and 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 helmets and things. Sometimes you can get shot in one of those, and you think, "Oh, I shouldn't you know? Why did I? Why did I go down? I had all this, all this this uh, health on my helmet or whatever, and but, and they got headshot and stuff like that." But I think it's just you know, roll of the dice kind of thing. But yeah, I'll move on to uh, The Evil Within Two. I was a huge fan of the first game. I know a lot of people found it divisive, but. I really liked it, I thought it was a kind of like a crazy like Matrix nightmare thing like with Shinji Mikami and I just love the atmosphere and everything, like, I, I like horror games anyway um, So I was probably always going to like this but uh, this one's a bit different, it's more open world Well after the introduction you start in this town called Union uh, Which is like a, supposed to be like the idyllic town, it's meant to be like a test town for this evil group called Mobius, who run this thing called STEM, which is like basically like Matrix. So I just say Matrix from future. You're so confused. So you're in here in this idyllic town, and um, you explore. Uh, so safe, safe houses. There's uh, enemies just roaming around. There's lots and lots of loot you can sort of find and things you got to pick up. I'm playing on the hardest difficulty, so you got to pick up as many uh, things as you can, ammo and things like that to keep make sure you keep going. And keep keep things moving. So you got uh, you got a crossbow, uh, handgun, shotgun, and I can't remember now. But anyway, you find all these dotted around the town, and there's there's lots of crazy stuff going on. And through the course of the game, you meet these these antagonists um, that are kind of like bent the system, bent the matrix system to their kind of vision of it, because it, it's like controlled by minds. This thing, so it's like their mind controls it gives their interpretation of, like, the land or something like that, if that makes any sense. And um, you get pulled into these, like, really dark visions. Like, this, there's an artist, photographer guy who, like, butchers bodies and, like, puts them together and, like, as artworks and then photographs them and things like that. There's another guy which is a priest later on and then there's uh, uh, another one which is, like, this gigantic, like, slime monster thing, she's really weird yeah and you get pulled into all these like distinct visions of people's or their minds really and then while still exploring these these little town areas so the sound when you're exploring the towns it's a bit like Dead Rising really it's not that scary and you just kind of like you know you can sneak kill people and, and things like that but like, you gotta be careful with the enemies because they are very very dangerous and take a lot to put down but but yeah uh, when you're exploring around it's it's, it's great it's just uh, I mean I like kind of Ubisoft game so I would I suppose like these, this kind of experience but, but I do like the, the linear kind of nightmare you know down the rabbit hole kind of thing with Alice and uh, vibe to it as well so it's good they combine combined them together I think it's made some improvements to the first game but other things uh, like the uh, you can you used to be able to set a match on people and set them on fire and it used, used to be able to like get that to catch to enemies and like it would be kind of a tactic to do that and they've removed that, and I kind of feel a bit aggrieved about that. I kind of miss that a bit, but yeah, everything else seems seems better. I think they made made the difficulty, the standard difficulty, lower for people, so I think I think it's an easier way to go into it if uh, if you're new to it or whatever. But but yeah, it's it's, it's pretty good. In the last two hours, I've not i not been having as good a time with it, but so I'm I think I'm six, yeah sixteen hours in. So the last two hours, I've not been having a wasn't having a great time of it basically like i finished the first act really and then after that it's kind of not really picked up since but i'm yeah it's still i still like it but it's just not quite i was actually loving it before for the uh, kind of anti climax thing it's pretty good and um, i think if you like horror games uh, i think uh, like action horror games i think i like it i think if you want something it's more pure like, horror kind of thing or like a roller coaster ride. Then uh, Outlast 2, I think it's on offer as well. I'm um, curious. It might be better a better buy. But yeah, it's, it's Outlast 2, short as well. But um, but yeah, I, I, I like it. Uh, I like this kind of game. So I think I'll play it Play them until I hope there's a sequel. I don't know. how, Apparently, this one's not sold very well. But I hope I hope there's a sequel to end the trilogy off. I'm not sure there will be, but I can dream. <laughs> I think I'm going to wrap it up there, then, guys. Thanks very much for uh, for joining me on here for thanks for, for having our me <laughs> <laughs> for for our uh, for our chat about some some games and stuff. Yeah, it's been cool.